Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello there, welcome to Six Bits. Six Bits. uh, Six Bits. It's a podcast. It's a podcast by me and it's a podcast by her. Me, I'm Ray Foley. I'm the one laughing in the background for when he messes up. Hi, it's Maria Garner here. When he messes up. Yeah. yeah, I've only had one cup of tea today. Give me a second. I've only had one vodka and tonic. And this is probably the earliest we've ever done this, actually. It's 22 minutes past midday, which is refreshing, actually. I'm applying moisturiser. I'm I'm generously applying moisturiser to my uh, whatever... um, my, my disgusting... I'm a bit worried about where you're applying moisturiser. <laughs> to be honest, you're leaving that hanging. A bit too much, Raymond. One of two places. Uh, I, it's either A, my penis, my peen, or... Why would you need to moisturise your penis? Uh, I could I could have a very dry penis. <laughs> <laughs> but that would mean that it would I be... I could have a flaky be penis. I could, I could have a flaky penis, more, uh, in which case I need to moisturise it. Uh, it oh, it's, God. It's, it's standard peen care is what that is. I don't think and that you should be moisturising. I think you'd need something else. You'd need to go to a doctor. You'd have to go to y- y- the video conferences for doctors oh, yeah. that they have now and you'd have to show them your flaky penis. But also... I think, can you- I think I'd rather go with the moisturiser first and see how th- see how I do there rather than... I would, I'm just ever thinking, I yeah. wonder how many times that really happens. You know, perverts who want to get their rocks off are like, yeah, I've got something wrong. And the next thing they just show their penis to a doctor on Skype. <gasps> yeah, I, I had a, an attractive, I tried one of those things once, VHI. Uh, and because they they all do it now, I think, don't they? And yeah. uh, they, I had a sore throat and I kind of did my best to show her the throat. But anyway, that's a long, that's all besides the point. <laughs> she, she eventually gave me antibiotics over the thingy, which is great. Over the, rather than having to go to an actual doctor. I got, yeah. a, I got, you get six a year as part, depending on your um, VHI, which VHI plan you're with, you can get a bunch, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> a bunch a year. Just That's a my flaky throat. penis there for you. That's now. a flaky penis cough is what that is. It's actually, I should look up the symptoms of coronavirus. Is a flaky penis uh, a symptom? <laughs> it's one they're keeping on the DL. Is they it? don't want everyone to know about it. Because then, you one, know, one second, the whole... at my door. I've got some good news. One second, hang on. Please hold caller. Oh, sorry about that caller. You're back on the on the line. Was that the flaky penis calling? Uh, no, very a funny story actually. Uh, my window's open a crack here, and the front door is directly under my window here, like directly under it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have a feeling that the postman who is delivering on my item number one, uh, oh, Jesus, base number one, as I'm describing, because this is what I was going to talk about anyway. Uh the postman delivery man just now I think he heard the whole penis thing and, <laughs> and <laughs> so when you went to the door he looked directly in your groin area going this guy's got a flaky penis no is it, is it uh, contagious he was giving me this look through the window because uh, it was all penis because I can't hear him I couldn't hear the doorbell I've got headphones on but and he heard one side of the conversation involving the word peen and flaky penis, and I wonder if fl- was the, what was the last thing I said before I made eye contact with the postman? It was like I wonder if if uh, a symptom of coronavirus is, is flaky penis, yeah, and, and now then, and yeah. now your postman will always think that you, that fella at number blah 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 blah, has a flaky penis. Yeah, Ray Foley That's has who a you are flaky now. penis. Yeah. Shall they we all- go with number one? 
Uh, we can do it. Just to, for the record, I don't have a flaky penis. Uh, it's just under my hairline and I've been liberally uh, moisturising it. I've actually just been keeping the little bit of a little uh, moisturiser in my pocket and any time it occurs to me, I put it on it. And you know what? It's worked wonders for this, it. Now, I, I don't the know sentence you just constructed made it sound as though your penis was actually directly under your hairline, your flaky penis. Just to let you know. Okay, well, my penis is not directly under, under my hairline. My, my, my penis is directly under a hairline of another... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm imagining. Well, I suppose it is directly under my hairline. But did my you, did, you see, did you see that that dog that's that puppy that's become famous for the the ear on top of its head? No. There's this little uh, it's a golden golden retriever, a Labrador, and he's got an ear. He was born with an ear on the top of his head, and it just flops over like a like a fringe from Greece. And that's what I'm thinking. You look like now. Oh, there God. we go. I'm just looking Lovely. at him here. He's only got one ear. Yeah. Ooh, On the top of his head, the cutie. A Sellafield puppy. Number um, We one. never did the intro. Uh, sixbitspod at gmail.com is our email address. And we'll start with my number one or your number one. It's up to you, Bibs. You go, Bib. Uh, my number one is, uh, well, it was going to be, I was expecting delivery today, but I've just received it in the middle mm-hmm. of the podcast uh, I get uh, Amazon sends you a notification on your phone to say, "Hey, good news! You can expect your delivery today." Yeah. And up flashed the reminder uh, of a week and a half, two weeks ago. I, we discussed it here that I'd ordered a keyboard, like yes. a, an electric piano keyboard, uh, on the internet. <laughs> and uh, it, a, I'm not going to lie, I spent yesterday and all this morning um, since I got the notification that it was arriving. Dreading it arriving. I'm a very different person now than I was. It was just a week and a half ago, Mourn, but it feels like it was six months ago that I ordered in an ambitious and optimistic and hopeful and productive circumstances with a point of view that was like, I can do anything. I can teach myself. All it will take is an app and a keyboard and I'm going to be playing in in the the Royal Albert Hall by the end of the year. Done. And instead, the flipping keyboard has just arrived and I feel feel all I want to do is put it in the bin. I don't even want to take it out of the box. (laughs) And and, uh, the, the two things I'm dreading are, one... Having to apply myself to it because now it it doesn't it it couldn't feel more foreign the notion of sitting and trying to learn something and two my kids banging on it yes. constantly the minute I plug it in because so, yeah. a week ago we were the people we hadn't even started pre drinking we just put our makeup on we had our Saturday night clothes ready to go yeah. heels weren't hurting we were like yes this is going to be the best night ever now yeah we're walking the streets in our bare feet. We're looking for a chipper <laughs> so that we can get some garlic and cheese chips at four o'clock in the morning. Our makeup is all over the place and we've dirtied ourselves somehow. So that's where we are now in this uh, self-isolation game. Yeah, I think yeah. next week is probably going to be the finally getting into the bed feeling and then oh. getting up a few hours later. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? Oh, we actually had just... the finally getting into the bed feeling, guys. We can do it. But the keyboard has arrived. Yeah. Does it come with an inbuilt demo like the Casio keyboard I don't know. used to have I don't... from years ago? It has loads of buttons. It, it's dirt cheap. I spent the absolute bare minimum. I got a to say I got a bargain is how they managed to give me this deal. I would wonder about it. In the box, it's a massive keyboard, sixty-four keys or sixty-two keys or some sixty-odd keys anyway. Right, uh, it's a big keyboard, like like human uh, human adult sized, right? Uh, it's got a big screen on it. It's got loads of different buttons up above the the keys, 
Uh, it's That's why you got it, isn't it? It's not for the keyboard, it's for all the buttons. No, do you know why I got it, actually? And the, my only uh, prerequisite was that it, um, it feels like a piano, that it has a feeling. Because back in our day, keyboards felt entirely unlike pianos, whereas now they can make them feel quite like, depending on how hard you push the key, you'd get a different feeling and a different sound out of the... Now, now a keyboard can replicate that, that feeling of a piano. So the kids can, in theory, Jesus Christ, fingers crossed, they can do a bit of learning on it. And if they get any good or if it looks like it's going somewhere, we might actually get them a piano. Do you know what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, there's a load of buttons. But also with it comes a pair of headphones, a pedal. There's a pedal with it. So you get the pedal effect that you would get on a piano <laughs> and a stool, a, a stand for it and a stool for it. So, right. Uh, and I got yeah. it for half nothing. Got it for half nothing. So you got a whole. You you got you, you really went liberal. Oh, I was going you full in. Didn't need any of this. Stuff. I was going full on full Foley. full in on that thing. Yeah, I've got I, full I on with, on the Liberace thing. It came with a hot tub, Matt Damon with a bottle of champagne, and, dude, and, nice and, one. and um, furs fur like three furs, glittery furs. Wow, and wow. a wig, <laughs> like was, yeah, that, really and and else. and plastic surgery. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's what it comes with. So uh, the keyboard is here. We will expect to hear said keyboard next week when yeah, we're at the it, getting into bed stage. Also, have there's to a free, free membership of a, of one of the top apps comes with it as well. All as part of the one. Do you know, like, I, th- I think the, the app for a year would cost half the price of what I spent on the keyboard. It's insane how cheap this keyboard is. If if so, you're in the mood to spend some money that you shouldn't be spending, get in contact with Foley. He'll tell you about his deal. I'll, I'll sell you a keyboard. <laughs> if you, so you will sell a keyboard. So you got a deal, right? My number two? Number two. I had an email this morning from ASOS. Oh. I, I don't shop online. Just want to throw that out there. And it well, was sure, why would a- you when you get everything for free from Littlewoods? <laughs> I send everything back. Except for when my mother says, keep that. Because that, that means... That she likes it and she wants it. That's the nod of approval from Mary, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. But it's it was from ASOS Premier Delivery. I was okay. like, what the hell is ASOS Premier Delivery getting onto me for? And it was an update about ASOS Deliveries. Apparently, I am signed up to ASOS Premier Delivery, meaning that? that I'll get my stuff in 24 hours. I have used ASOS twice in my life. And mm-hmm. that's over the space of three years so it's just before a wedding when I forget that I have to go to a wedding and I'm like ah, I need a dress and I go on to ASOS I have never worn any of the dresses that I've bought I'm just reading about this now you're, uh, did you sign up for this when you bought something once and now you're still subscribed to it and they're charging and now I'm, 20, and now 19 I'm, euro a year yeah yeah this is what it would appear so I'm like oh um, I don't use ASOS I, hate, I can't buy clothes online but I did this thing recently that Connor Pope who is our consumer guy in the six o'clock show always says, and he's like, go through all of your subscriptions yeah. and, and see, you know, what you're paying for it. If you know about it, I did that. And I found that I was signed up to audible and I was like, what? Cause you went and, and got I the West Cork podcast, like everybody got, else. And then the you West forgot Cork to unsubscribe. Completely forgot to unsubscribe. I was like, how long have I been paying for bloody audible? So I went through it and I'd spent like 200 quid on audible. I was like, Jesus, Maureen. Me? Yeah, I hadn't, like, it just said, I hadn't, it was going into this different folder. You know, you've got six new credits, a folder I never look at. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, Jesus. So I emailed them, Raymond. I emailed Audible. Right. I said, hiya, lads. I I bet, can I guess where this is going? Go on. I bet they were lovely about it. They refunded me straight away. Money back into my bank account within six days. Yeah. 
there. Well, the thing is, there. I have Lovely. Found, I have found the Amazon. See, there's a lot of them down in Cork as well, in in uh, uh, the customer service. Uh, in so they're Irish anyway. So they're cool. And yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And I've I've generally found in it's only been a few times, maybe two or three times, I've had to call them, and they've always been very. Uh, helpful and like no no we'll start that out straight away and there's also probably an element of like if they if they looked at your audible account and were like well she clearly hasn't used it in all that time yes then that was it it's legit yeah although in fairness so, they, they, they could screw you because or they, you know if they wanted to but then again they want because they own so much of the buying and selling ecosystem now they want to keep you as a customer should you want to buy a keyboard for half nothing exactly they should but we sh- we could go into the ethics of things like Amazon, but we're not going to do that today because you know what it is, right? Oh, well, you it's see, time. That's the other thing about like the ethics of I, I, how could they possibly manufacture a keyboard for as cheap as I bought it is what I don't understand. And then if you think about it too hard, it's like someone is not getting paid enough money for this keyboard if I'm oh, getting someone- it for this price. Absolutely not getting paid enough money for this keyboard. And also they've put themselves in the marketplace as being like, we're because obviously they started with with books. There was that uh, interview with Jeff Bezos going around there a few weeks ago from when he first started. And um, now if you compare and contrast, like if you look at books in Ireland, so Kenny's in Galway or um, Gutter Bookshop in Dublin or O'Mahony's in Limerick, they're cheaper than Amazon for books now. Yeah, because they, they hoovered books. up the market, and they, but that's yeah. what happens with everything, isn't it? Someone, uh, 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 an interrupter, not an interrupter, and an in, inter, no, what is it? What's the expression? Uh, it is. Someone, it's a, not, it, it, it's yeah. an interrupter, isn't it? Uh, no, it's a. Oh, it's it's a word like interrupter. What's the word? Sixbitspod at gmail dot com. Um, but that's one thing. The price is one thing, but then going into the ethics of of Amazon itself and what it does to its workers, Jesus, that is a dark hole. And I keep on going. It's awful how they treat people. I got screwed on a couple of these uh, subscriptions on my phone. Home fitness workout by Get Fit. They were, <sighs> they were like, uh, sign up for a week, a week's um, a, w- a free week. Sign up for a free week, and uh, the what was it like? You sign up for the free week, no commitment, but just give us what you, we do is we you you put in your subscription details. So what you do is you get a week for free, and then should your week expire, then we'll sign you up for a month after that. Got it? Right. And in as soon as I put in my, my details, they took the whole month straight away. <gasps> Rude. I That's was, a uh, lie. This, goes, this expires on the 8th of April, this one. Oh, it was yesterday. It finally expired. €27.49, gone. Did you use it at all? Not once did I no. use home fitness workout by so, GetFit. And there was another I, one as well that I got screwed on as well. But where, can I just say to people now, go through, do what Connor Pope says, go through and get some money back. Number three. Do you know what a pangolin is? You're just you're educating me all the time on this. A P A N G O L I N. Generally, you know what they are, but uh, I read the word and I was like, "That is a word I have never seen in my life." I have seen that recently. Yeah, you have seen it recently because it's in vogue. It's in at the moment. Pangolins are so hot right now. Pangolins. P A N G O L I N S. Yeah. I looked. I looked that up. Yeah. Not it, a month ago. Because you saw the word pangolin no more than myself in the last 24 hours and went, what's a pangolin? Will I tell you what a pangolin Will I remind you what a pangolin is? But I think I did. It's, I know it's got something to do with COVID-19, obviously, does it? Yeah. Go on, what's a pangolin? It's a gorgeous little scaly anteater little <laughs> yoke. He is absolutely adorable. He looks like a little Pokemon. He looks oh. like he's directly out of a Pokemon movie. I know why I looked this guy up. Uh, can you remember a viral uh, video from about a month, two months ago 
of this pangolin uh, basically knocking down a concrete wall. No. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Look at this. This thing goes through this wall and it's like boom, 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 boom to get to its food inside the wall. That's why I looked it up. What's it got to do with COVID-19? It's a cute little thing. Uh, well, apparently, well, let me get the details here. Uh, pangolins are, they're, they're these gorgeous little anteater things with scales. And in China and other parts of Asia, oh no, they are killed for their meat and their scales, oh. right? Oh no! Uh, and it turns out that pangolins—this is from the Irish Times—they're uh, endangered, aren't they? They are endangered, yeah. Because because this is before all this, but it turns out the pangolins, uh, a, a scaly animal used by humans for its meat, they carry coronavirus that bind AC ACE two receptors in a similar way to SARS CoV two. It's possible that the RATG13 virus was circulating in horseshoe bats. This is the other story that apparently horseshoe bats uh, have it and they're ground with it and it's been a thing that's been in bats. So if people are inclined to either eat bats or if bats give it to pangolins and then pangolins meat is eaten by humans, then the humans get it and then that's a theory. That's just one theory as to how the uh, the COVID-19 started. But basically so- pangolins are the link between the bats which probably started the virus and then the bats gave it to the pangolins and the pangolins gave it to the humans. So first of all, the bats are sitting there going, we've been taking the blame for this for so long and it's actually you guys that did this. And second of all, we've got pangolins who are on the endangered list, who are eaten, who are then chopped up for their scales to use in Chinese medicine, no doubt, because it will make a man's virility more. It's always about men's Well, maybe it virility. makes your penis less flaky. I mean, that's, It might that's make your thing. penis... Maybe... Maybe pangolin scales make your penis scaly or not scaly. Yeah, Death to all, like minus and minus equals plus. Death to all pangolins, so for poor men with their flaky penises. I think we just Um, need to get rid of all the pangolins, even though they're adorable. I'd love a pangolin myself. So now they go through all this. They're on the endangered species list. They get Mm -hmm. eaten, used in medicine, and now they're being blamed for the coronavirus. Do you know what? We need to start a movement. Free the pangolins. This isn't fair. This isn't fair. God bless them. I think they're absolutely adorable. Actually, on the subject of wanting a pangolin, I'm really missing my dog at the moment. Uh, I've got proper dog envy when I see my neighbours on either side have their dogs. And I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging around the house. I just want to play with my dog. Not my dog even necessarily, because my dog wasn't even particularly playful in the last couple of years. But like to have. Ah, she was. She liked lying down. Yeah, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. She was she was not. I I I need I I'm in the mood for a dog. That's all I'm saying. I'm in the mood for a dog or a pangolin. If you have one to that you'd like me to take care of, even just for the the run of this, I was asking. I had a caller on this morning actually uh, on the radio RIP, and she works in a vet. And I was asking what happens to all the foster dogs because like there would still yeah. be yeah the, uh, the usual fostering would still have to be happening or the adoptions or just people getting new dogs. And she's like, no, it's all stopped. No one's allowed to get it. It's not a vital. It's not an essential service. So I was like, well, what happens to like new puppies that are born then? And what happens to, you know, dogs that are found or uh, taken by the DSPCA? They're all being fostered. They're all being looked after until it all opens up again and dogs can be adopted. And I was like, well, I'll foster then. And she said, it's not that easy because you can't get out to get one because you can't go further than two kilometres. Oh, to actually get the dog. I need to find someone within 2K at the house to get me... um, to get you a dog or a pangolin. So if someone has signed up to a pangolin subscription service and you find that you've been signed up for the last two years but nice. you're not using your pangolin subscription service, give it up and give it to Ray. Ray will buy it I'll off, give yeah. you a keyboard for a pangolin. How about it's that? Is that for a Get deal? it going. Get it going. Number four. So, 
I was um I was painting my toenails this morning, Raymond. Yes, oh. I've brought up toes. You, you and me both, babes. Be- you had a flaky penis. I've got toes. So I was painting my toenails and my big toenail just fell off. Oh, you dirty <laughs> bastard. Oh. Oh I was my like, God. sorry. There was a bit of a, I didn't prepare you for that, did I? There was, there was a bit of a bump in it. And I went, what's that there? And the nail just came away. <laughs> oh my, the whole nail? Uh, the bottom bit is still there, but the top bit is just oh completely my, and utterly gone. Oh my God. So... So I was like, so this is the toe that I would have broken a couple of times when I played hockey. And, you know, it can't, it's crap. It's the big toe. It can't do anything. So I haven't felt anything. It wasn't sore. It just came away. Boom. Done. Um, I was like, all right. But it just feels like, it feels like this could have been a magazine headline. You know, those magazines that you see in news agents that are like TV now for yesterday, tomorrow. Uh huh. Uh, you know those weird headlines it would be like um, toenail falls off to escape self-isolation alright yeah. right <laughs> so you know those amazing 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 magazines that have all this oh, stuff O'Connell my toenail hell my, yeah, ex- yeah that's exactly it you've just written it have you gotten over the fact that the toenail is gone it's Are you absolutely okay? disgusting I'm, I'm brought <laughs> immediately back to Whitlow's again I mean I not oh, a week yeah. ago I was, or a week and a half ago I was telling you about Whitlow's yeah. I, we were ordering keyboards on the internet and talking about Whitlow's and now uh, now a keyboard <laughs> arrives and Warren's toenail falls off uh, coincidence I think not I think not that's insane so there there was um, a lot of people are saying to me this morning that it's uh, because I'm a runner now Oh, right. Welcome to the world of being a runner. I'm not a runner. Uh, like, that is true. Honest, no, you're, if, if you're that, that isn't uh, true, particularly of new runners. Yeah, so like that could actually be true because your your nails and your toes wouldn't have been used to the exertion you're putting them under. Oh no, even they're not liking those runners. I'd say. Yeah. So anyway, I'm a runner now. Apparently, haven't even gone 21 days. But <clears throat> then I was thinking, can you say your headline again? What was it? Oh, um, uh, O'Connell, my uh, my toenail hell. My toenail hell. So I've got some magazine headlines and a photo you. of you looking fabulous on the front, like <laughs> a, a photo that looks that it, that bears no connection to whatever the headline is because they do that all the time. They take an amazing photo, like in the Sunday uh, Sunday Independent magazine yeah. or or any of those magazines. Really, it's like they did like a, an incredible, beautifully lit, beautifully dressed. Makeup immaculate, looking beautiful, but the headline is my 2019, my year of misery. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's like, but you look sensational. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't, what? Who? What? <laughs> it doesn't add that's up. The, that's the life, that's the Sunday, the Sindo Life magazine. <clears throat> that's 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 their raison d'etre. I want to do that one day. I want to be a person who makes it into Sunday life just so that I can have the makeover. I mean, oh, just to look they good. always look fabulous. We've done... Uh, we did one years. We did one with the baby when when Matthew was a baby. We did one for uh, life in the in the zoo. I don't know what what one what magazine it was for. Uh, it was horrific. They um they 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 put makeup under my eyes where where the bags are right. Yeah, concealer. And then they, I'm convinced they. I'll have to go and dig out the photograph. I don't know what magazine it is. It's I have the magazine somewhere. Kate has it. Uh, I'm convinced that they not only put concealer on the bags under my eyes but then they airbrushed them because it I looked so horrific right but whatever job either the makeup job or the airbrushing that they did on me 
uh, they've basically reduced my eyes yes. to the point that I look Asian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's, it, lo- it looks like, <clears throat> and Kate had gotten the makeover and the child was, was all dressed in his good, in his good photo clothes. Yeah. So it looks like, who's that Asian guy with Ray Foley's family? <laughs> in the zoo, okay. in the zoo. They, did, they like, did a Photoshop on you, man. I'm, con- I'm convinced of it. Uh, so, but but uh, yeah, I haven't. So I'll go and find it. I'll send it to you. I need you to guess which one of these headlines are true. These okay. are magazine headlines. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are these so about I've you? Them out. These are not all about me, but right. you can pretend that they're okay. about me if you want. <clears throat> okay. Yep. Again, this goes with a fabulous picture. Trapped in a fridge, but ketchup kept me sane. True or false? Uh, okay. Trapped in a fridge, but ketchup kept me sane. I, I'm, I'm only going to guess true on the basis that the first one is not going to be false. So true. True. Right. Okay, true. But then I was thinking, wouldn't you smother, wouldn't you suffocate in a fridge? Anyway, it's a, that's a whole other, um, maybe it's not a regular No, you fridge. wouldn't thought You get hypothermia. I'm assuming the person got stuck in a in a. There's there's these come with no context, by the way, guys. Okay, like so it could be the like internet a, for them. It could be a catering fridge or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I'm assuming it's a big fridge, and then she formed like the ketchup became like her Wilson <laughs> from Castaway. I love you, ketchup. Or, You're or, my best friend. Unless you see, you wouldn't get that on a Heinz bottle. That's why Chef will always be my favorite because <laughs> that that sm- that friendly smiling face of that. I'm guessing Italian gentleman. He's probably ta- he's Italian Irish. He's lived in Ireland for years and years. But yeah, he owns a chipper. Yeah, he's originated though from Italy. He's yeah. Italian uh, heritage and uh, he's smiling there on the front of the... See, you wouldn't get that one, Heinz. Again, <clears throat> sorry, go on, next one. Eyebrows made out of socks on our wedding day. <laughs> uh, I'd say that's real, is it? That's real with the subheader of he's a total nitwit, K-N-I-T. Ah, nice. It goes with a picture and you know what he looks like in this? Think of a strong eyebrow. Uh, um, um, like a Gallagher? You fancy him. Oh, definitely a Gallagher then in that case. Um, no. Uh, Theroux, is it? Theroux. Theroux. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like bloody Theroux, Justin Theroux. Um, okay, are you ready for another one? Yeah. <laughs> My bra is haunted. Ghost busted. <laughs> Good. Yeah, that's, these are all real, right? These are, this, this is the trick. They're all real. They're all insane headlines from insane magazines. It's real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's not a real magazine. I'm just looking at my toe now. I'm just reading about Whitlow's here. We were talking about Whitlow's before. I never realised exactly what a Whitlow was, like the details of it. A Whitlow. It, it's a lesion on a finger or thumb. Cause I thought a Whitlow was when you just the nail is coming off. But why does the nail come off? By the way, my Whitlow uh, nearly fully healed at this stage. It looks like yeah. It's, good. Uh, it's in good condition. I'm glad you got through that trauma. I, it grew and I caught it and it grew and I caught it so it's looking pretty good right now. Uh, here we go. Here's some grossness for you. Uh, Whitlow's a lesion on a finger or thumb caused by the herpes simplex virus. Ooh, ooh. It's a painful infection that typically ooh. affects the fingers or thumbs. Ooh. Ooh. Herpes Whitlow hey. can be caused by infection HSV1 or HSV2. So you got herpes up there on your finger, you dirty bastard. You've uh, got herpes. Uh, well, it would have been. I guess that's what that was. That form. Well, um, do you know what herpes is? Most things. Did you know that? Like herpes yeah. is behind most most stuff is herpes. Cold sores. <clears throat> you got herpes. Number five. You decide. Number five. More in sex toys or Simon Harris. Not both. It must be one or the other. 
So I thought no. that was just a sentence. Sex toys or I, Simon Harris. You can just. I thought that was like a magazine headline. <laughs> Sex toys or Simon Harris. I Sex that's toys or O'Connell. O'Connell. My tough decision. Sex toys or Simon Harris. And a picture of you on Life magazine with your hair. Immaculate, fabulous. Im- or I thought it was one of those. <laughs> thought it was one of those comp- those premium competitions that they run on RTE. So at the end, it's like sex toys or Simon Harris. So pretty. So pretty. <laughs> Actually, do you know the Late Late Show is the most complained about program in Ireland? Did you see that headline today? Uh, it's and got, because it's the most watched program. That's in it. Yeah, it's it's a numbers game. Uh, not yeah. a single one of the thirty formal grievances made uh, against the show was upheld, though. So of there course. you go. Uh, most complained about. Although Kate tells me because she works in the RTE newsroom and somehow it comes through to her, complaints come through to her desk as well. Oh God. And she answers. She says some of them are very entertaining. Although uh, I think. Don't TV3 have some entertaining stories as well of people ringing in live during the six o'clock show with the most... Oh, yeah. I love hearing them. It's just like, come on. A lot uh, of it is about uh, a woman eating on television. That's me. Right. Uh, that's one of my Does anyone ever complain ones. about me eating on television? I mean, I wish someone would. Maybe that no, would No, I've never heard of pounds. them complaining about you or Martin eating on television, but they have gotten a few. It's disgusting to see a woman eating on television. Really? Like that. That's insane, yeah. though. Isn't that yeah. insane? Like, surely you must hear that and go, that's... Oh, of course I when love it's you it. yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But, I absolutely love it some days I go up and I'm like come here can you give me my complaints for the last week and they're like no just, but I'm like how many are there if I don't have any complaints I get very upset yeah well you gotta as a woman on television people should be complaining about you gotta complain all the time I'll go with Simon Harris then will I go on yeah because it's in the news today uh, Simon Harris expects expects COVID-19 lockdown to stay for weeks but hints at future changes, these are uh, revelations or statements, announcements from Simon Harris, the Minister for Health today. Harris admitted Ireland will eventually have to move in onto, quote, a different terrain, whatever that means. Uh, he says we'll have to move onto a different terrain after the current restrictions have been in place for months. Uh, he told Virgin Media News, what's highly likely tomorrow is that the National Public Health Emergency Team, this is Thursday's podcast, by the way, uh, that will recommend that we continue with the very strict restrictions I expect that to be a period of weeks. Uh, bah, bah, bah. In, in relation to the roadmap, there's going to be a point in this country where we'll have to, to live alongside the virus, for want of a better phrase, where sadly people will mm. get sick and people will still die. But it is at a rate that is sustainable for our doctors to manage. I suppose that's the whole point, isn't it? It's yeah. the keeping the curve down. But if people are going to continue, no more than the flu, it's going to become one of those things that... It comes around, there's going to be a season for it, it will peak and it will go down. Yeah. On Friday, the National Public Health Emergency Team will review models and projections to assess how effective the current strict measures have been. And uh, yeah, we'll find out more tomorrow then, I guess. Well, they have said, obviously, they when they when they put the restrictions in, they couldn't say longer than, well, what, what are we at now? 12th of April. Because psychologically, people would have broken. But then Simon Harris said last week, when he was asked about the restrictions, he was like, I don't know if we can expect people to endure this for much longer. And I know a few friends of mine today who have independent businesses, uh, small and medium uh, businesses, who have who are allowed to go back into work to fulfil orders. Of what? Um, send, like sending out people who are in, you know, they're artists or they're, um, they've got their own small craft businesses or they're fashion designers. They're, they've gotten all these orders in and they've been allowed, there's dispensations that have been given out so that they can go into their place of work for a few hours okay. over the next few days to fulfil those orders. Uh, but then, uh, uh, follow up, um, 
is are they, are they allowed to work with other people then on that or are they going in as individuals? They're going in, I think two of them are allowed in. So, sorry, to one person I was talking about, two of them are allowed into this big building that they're in. So they would be in a position to socially distance, I suppose. Oh yeah, completely yeah, socially distance. As well, and that kind of thing. Uh, that's, and yeah, my, my local restaurant slash takeaway opened on Tuesday uh, for six hours a day. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know, so, I think a lot of, a lot of um, takeaways are allowed to open because mm. pe- a lot of people don't know how to cook. <laughs> so there's, a, there's definitely, so a, th- like that was our first thought was like, there's loads of people in, in 2020 our generation particularly that don't, have no idea how to cook. They, they survive mostly on beans and toast and cornflakes and then takeaways for the dinner. But that's what Leo said. He said 20% of our population get their, their daily calorific needs from takeaways. Yeah. So he's like, we, we've got to look at that. Um, we need to I look at that the anyway then. Is. We need to look at that like after all this. We need to kind of go, Jesus lads, we need to... We need to, oh yeah, like home should be compulsory. We need to learn how to do all of that. But I suppose the issue is now people going away for the long weekend and the headlines we've seen from West Cork about the number of yellow ridges and Dublin ridges that yeah. have overrun Clonakilty and Skibbereen. Uh, there are reports that some of the shops are refusing to serve people who aren't from the local area because they were like, please go away. We, we've yeah. got issues here as it is. We don't want you bringing the virus in more. Especially if you're coming from a hotspot like Dublin and heading down to Tremor. Yeah, It's like, lads... What are you doing? Bit We're of cop. The hot spot here. Uh, uh, Pascal Sheehy was on the RT News last night. I was watching him, uh, and he said, "You can hear the silence behind me." <laughs> he was in D- <laughs> he was in Dingle reporting from Dingle, where people are saying, "Don't come to Dingle." Pascal Sheehy. He says it's it's very quiet here. You Love can it. you can hear the silence here behind me. I was oh, like, he's got such a poetic way about well, his journalism, doesn't actually, he? Actually, you can't you can't hear silence, Pascal. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole nature of. Uh, of silence, silence right there. <laughs> Number six. Frenchmen find after crossing mountains to buy cheap cigarettes. This mm. is a real story. A man who tried to walk from France to Spain to buy cheap cigarettes was rescued in the Pyrenees Mountains. He originally started driving, but then, mm. but then he said, I'm going to get out of my car. He had, he had a few patches. <laughs> he, had, he had some gum to keep him going. He had a few <laughs> patches. Then he fell into a stream in Brambles, he got lost and ended up contacting the emergency services. Jesus, so, what kind of a deal was he getting on the fags if he, so, if he just wouldn't turn around? This is what I've been looking at, right? So in France, the average price of a cost of a box of cigarettes yeah. is seven euro. In Spain, the average cost oh. of a box of cigarettes, of a packet of cigarettes, is five euro. So Two euro box. And how much was he going to a cart across the border? <laughs> On his own back. On his back. Through the streams of the Alps or whatever it was, the Pyrenees. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what is even, it's mad. A helicopter was sent to rescue him. And he was exhausted, shivering with cold and completely and utterly lost. Now that is terrible. He's going to be fine for that, though, I presume. He'll be 135 fine. euro fine. There you go. I'm, that was I'm, it. He doesn't I'm, have to pay for the price of the helicopter. But you know, we're all jonesing for something. We're all like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You know, I just want my mam's quiche. Yeah. But I'm not walking to Limerick to get it. But also, it's not available in a shop down the road. Like, why didn't he just go to the shop, yeah. shop and buy a pack of fags? That's so weird. I, I, why I do think people's judgment at the moment space. is... Maybe we would have read about this story anyway. I, I, you know, without the crisis, but I do think there's a genuine kind of stupidness going on with people that there's a sort of a covidious. Cr- uh, yeah, it's but it's not just that it's it's directly related to the lockdown. I think there is a oh, yeah. there's a certain sort of people are not thinking normally or thinking right or thinking smart. Uh, very quickly, uh, emails an email from Rory sixbitspod at gmail dot com. 
Uh, Rory was in touch. On the subject of tokens, my mammy and granny used to collect minstrels with the tea. Good times, good memories. Azerbaijan from Rory. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for the email, man. Um, yeah, that was I, not politically correct. Alliance I was going to say, you, you couldn't get away with that these days. Jesus. You no. know, not since Harvey Weinstein. So, uh, oh, yeah, sure. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here, here's my question for Rory or for anyone else that remembers it. I remember... I remember the minstrels on the boxes of the tea. What tea was it? Was it Barry's or Lions? Lions. It was Lions. And I remember there being ads. Uh, were there sing- singing ads or animated, singing. An- were, animated yeah. minstrels? Yeah. Uh, and I'm wondering, what, what did you collect the tokens for? I don't remember there being a payoff. Was it a draw maybe of some kind? No, there was definitely, you collected the minstrels for like a crockery set. Really? A bunch of wear or something like that. Or do you send it off for a draw for a car? Like oh, maybe f- for a car. I don't know either. I can't remember. You're right. I thought it was something like a, a like a set of wear because that yes. was always a thing that they did in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, a set uh, of pots, the new pots, or uh, oh Jesus, yeah. the new pots, the new pots. Uh, uh, I don't know. There you go. Well, I'm just wondering if anyone does know. You can email sixbitspod at gmail.com because Maureen doesn't know and she's, by God, she's not even going to try. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Googling right now. I'm like, my I'm toenails joking. falling off. I'm, I'm about to head out for a run. I'm joking. I, I don't I'm know. Joking. What uh, else is going to fall off me by the end of this bloody self-isolation? Well, it's not going to be your flaky penis anyway, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully your penis is well moisturised. <laughs> uh, we've got a few more actually. Michael is there and uh, a, a sponsorship opportunities for the podcast. Fantastic. Uh, and Joe... Shall we talk about sponsorship opportunities on the day that uh, Jesus Christ was murdered? Uh, we do that tomorrow. I don't know if he was sponsored though, was he? Uh, oh, you mean Good Friday. Hopefully hopefully, <laughs> Good Friday becomes a great Friday for us and you start hearing more ads on this and we start getting paid. Uh, no, that's uh, By the way, we're not, I don't think we are doing uh, sponsorship opportunities, but uh, we got an no. email about it at least. Um, uh, and we've got a bunch more emails, but we'll get to them tomorrow because we're out of time already for crying out loud. Uh, we are. Um, I'd like to throw out, if you're listening right now, um, tomorrow is Good Friday. Yeah. Um, we will probably be talking about the passion. If you acted in the passion up on stage which was your local parish oh, I've got a story uh, altar. I, I've got an Easter Mass story I'll tell you about that tomorrow But anyway, so sorry. can you get in contact with us with the, the mad stuff that your parish did around Easter time sixbitspod at gmail.com we'll disseminate them tomorrow look at her turn it into a radio show already look at boom, that boom 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 RIP 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 <laughs> text us in do you remember Beverly Hills 90210 do you remember do you remember Be- Beverly Hills Brandon <laughs> And Brenda. Case that you remember is coming back again. Remember? Well, like, do you know what? I actually played it this morning. Beverly Hills. And I played it this morning. And Kira, who works on the show. Kira Revens. Kira Revens, yeah. I used to work with Kira Revens. She, R.I.P. She did R.I.P. Kira, Kira's not dead. It's Warren's <laughs> radio career. <laughs> My career. <laughs> not your career. Just your radio career. My radio career. You have a, yeah. you have a busy and successful television <laughs> career. And, you know, uh. your radio career is just, it's, it's just uh, on hiatus at the moment. It's in a coma at the moment. It's waiting to be, revi- it's on a ventilator, actually, is what your radio career is. Oh, we're just, really? We're, we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for, it's currently in ICU on a ventilator. Is that because the person who fired me is no longer there? And we're, we're waiting. Oh. We're waiting. We're waiting on your, uh, for, on, on a result. We, it can go one way or another. It's touch and go, Martin. It's touch and go. So we're, we're Come waiting. on, go to Kira and Beverly Hills. She had no idea what it was. That's all I've got to say on that. She had no... What? I, I played the theme of Beverly Hills 90210. Kira, who was 
35, Here is my age. 35, 36. I had no idea what it was. Here is my age. And yeah. she definitely, she was from Cork. So oh, yeah. she, she's like a normal person. Was, yeah. And plus it was on Bog 2. Yeah. Anyway. That's weird. Oh, it could have been one of those things that she wasn't allowed to watch when she was younger, like Home and Away, because it was too risque. Yeah, or trampolines for my kids, or mobile phones for me. Uh, right, uh, six bits. Pot of Jim, Jim, my God, see the emails, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Murren, say goodbye and enjoy your run. Azerbaijan, I miss my toenail. My piles are giving me jip. <laughs> <laughs>